This episode of Playback is brought to you by Warner Brothers' A Star is Born. As we talk about important films of this past year, this one is top of mind, emotionally resonating with critics and audiences. The film's director, Bradley Cooper, is being recognized for his brilliant work as a filmmaker and actor, along with his cast, Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott, for their stunning performances. Variety's film critic Owen Gleiberman has called the film a total emotional knockout, and Los Angeles Times critic Justin Chang said, From the first frame it casts a spell, the kind that lets you know immediately that you're in good hands. A star is born, for your consideration in all categories. You're listening to Playback, a Variety iHeartRadio podcast. I'm your host, Variety Awards editor Chris Tapley. This week I'm talking to the stars of Adam McKay's Vice, Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell. The two star as former vice president and former president Dick Cheney and George W. Bush respectively in the film. We talk about early days getting their start in acting, separating personal political beliefs from playing these characters, and a whole lot more. It's a pretty awesome and lively conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. So sit tight. This is Playback. Hey man, what you got into? Since I saw you last, you're looking pretty good yourself there, pal. Since last time I saw you, comparison to what I was before, but you look like you can go do Cirque du Soleil right now. You know, Uh, I'm hanging in there. Can I just put this on that table behind you for the photo? Cirque du Soleil, that's a good one. Cirque du Soleil. Just want to clear the table. How's that there? On your lap. We just want a clear table. How important is that really? (laughs) Not the end of the. No, it's not the end of the world, is it? Go on, I'll do it for you. you <laughs> I just wanted to hear that. And then I'll I know, give, yeah. I'll give you an after just, I just wanted to make it stand a little bit. Yeah. yeah. For my Don't bloody, want to push your around. Yeah, yeah. Which has no place being on the table. <laughs> um, but wait, you're doing photos as though we're talking we're just, right now. We're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> because, <laughs> but the oh, thing I really yes. want to tell you about is that the... But him, <laughs> you know... Forget and about this guy. Is, oh man, I just you know can't believe it. That's the circus <laughs> <laughs> That might be the funniest thing about there. You go. Good circus <laughs> Wait, it's almost like you guys do this for a living. Uh, not this. Uh, <laughs> not this. No, yeah. nobody gives you training in this, do they? No, it's, it's like you do. No, well, I didn't say training in any of it, but um, you, you do that. That being the screen, and then yeah. you go. Yeah. I don't do this. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if they should do that. We've got to have people that are like, come in and, what do they call it, media training or something like that? Kind of just um, teach you how to be around media or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Thanks. <clears throat> right, thanks, dude. Thanks, thanks. You guys are good like that, I think. Directional yeah. mics, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. And thanks again for coming on. We're well, rolling. You wear a watch, man. Don't you? Look at yeah. That. It's yeah. just I, I it's have, swimming I, on me. I have a watch, but I just I mean, that's what I always do now. I like I like a watch, but yeah. you know it's not a necessity. But, you know, it was a it's it's a gift. It was a gift. Oh, there you go. No we're here, everyone, uh, with uh, okay. as they're talking about their their timekeeping practices. We're here with Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell, stars of Adam McKay's Vice, Bush and Cheney themselves. 
thanks again for coming back on the show, man. Yeah, man. Thanks it. for having us. Thought it would be interesting to really have you two together because, first of all, when did you guys meet? How long ago was 20 that? Twenty years ago. Yeah, we were in Italy, something like that. Yeah, in yeah, Tuscany, Italy, Italy, in a yeah. villa, having a wonderful time, getting paid nothing, getting paid we, nothing we to do Shakespeare. In, we got paid in wine. We got paid in wine. Do you remember? But you were on a strict diet. You were eating those skinless chicken. Oh, that's American because Psycho. that's because remember? I had been. I was kicked off of American Psycho, but I just refused to accept that I wasn't going to make it. So I was still getting ready for you, American Psycho, were, even though Oliver Stone and DiCaprio. You were, were already kicked off, and you yeah. you were still prepping. What what that does, what do you mean? Because I'm insane, man. You were just I, like I, still I, doing it. I yes. I, just, I remember I, we were all eating pasta, and you were you had these like I was eating like hardly anything and sticking to the diet and all that. And I was calling Mary Harron, and she'd be on holiday, and she'd be going, "Christian, please, can you just give it up?" And I'll go, "No, I'm not giving it up. It's no, after all. We're look at that." It. And then he did, and eventually it came back around. But you know, during that time, I was actually kicked off the bloody project. During the during while we were in Italy, that yeah. all happened. So wait, what was the con- what's the context here? What what what? Oh, exactly? so the context is Midsummer Night's Dream. We, so we, oh, yeah, right. we made a Midsummer Night's Dream yeah. together in Italy, and they paid us in in crates of wine. You remember so they, they, you they, were- they would bring, they would deliver. We all lived in one villa. It was kind of incredible. Who was in that house with us? It was and, Kevin um, Klum. Well, Kevin Klum was in a separate. We had Bill yeah. Irwin. Uh, David Strathairn, Christopher Blockhart, John Sessions, John Sessions, John, yeah, John, John Sessions. Sessions, yeah, who's hilarious. Um, a bunch of people, man. Anna Friel, Anna Friel, man, yeah, yeah, and Dominic, Dominic West. West. We yeah. were all living together in a villa, mm-hmm. and what they said to us is, "We can't pay you anything, but you'll live very nicely," which meant we will deliver regular crates of wine to you, and uh, and, and good they did food. that. Good food. good food. Yeah. And so we're doing that. And at the same time, I've been kicked off of American Psycho after having done like stage readings and whatnot and raising the financing with Mary. But then the financiers had come wild. on and said, yeah, we'll fund it. Just not with you guys. <laughs> we got kicked off. And I just kept on saying to myself, the power of denial. And you found that out I, in I, Italy? I said, uh, I said, I'm still making this film. I don't care what they're saying. I'm still prepping. So I just kept prepping as though it was going to happen. Mary was telling me, please, That's please stop crazy. calling her because, like, we're off the film. But then, lo and behold, look at that. It all came back around. Funny. No, I, I, for some reason, I thought you went back further than that. Like, uh, did you ever cross paths? Like, you know. know. In the, in the... That's the first time I remember. Yeah. I just remember, like, doing that play in front of you guys. Yeah. But I, I don't I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we did or not. Nothing like the audition. probably did somewhere along like the way. Like the audition circuit, anything like that? Like you might – I didn't know if like it went back that far or not. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember that. You might have, we might have roamed in different – you might have been – were you in L.A. and I was – I'm always London? so bad. I was always so – thank God I don't have to do auditions anymore. I was always so bad at auditions. I never really engaged with anyone in the hallway waiting because I was yeah. just busy banging my head against the wall mm-hmm. trying to get myself to stay knowing I was about to give the worst performance ever. I always yeah. found that. Whenever I was doing yeah. an audition, the director, if they did cast me, which was <clears> rare, <throat> but when they did, they would say, you were really bad in the audition. Yeah. But the conversation suggested you might get it together by the time we actually film. Because I don't know horrible. how to audition. It's nothing like actually making a film. It's mm-hmm. nothing like it at mm-hmm. all. No, it's a different muscle. Totally different. And some people do that brilliantly, and then they get on set and you go, ooh, what happened? Yeah. And other people can't audition, but you get them on set and you go, ooh, yep, that's it. Yeah. It's a totally different muscle. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I wanted to go back because the, the way you, you both broke in in TV and also on the TV movie Anastasia. And then with you, you were, you were doing like Equalizer and stuff like this. <laughs> that's right. Edward Woodward. Yeah, no, yes, that's right. Oh, Do you remember that show? Edward Woodward. Oh, I used to love watching yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, John Gilgook, he said his name was like a fart in a bath. Edward Woodward. <laughs> Breaking Moran. Oh my god. <laughs> a fart in a bag. Edward Woodward. <laughs> wow. But yeah, you know, just at, at that time, I mean, it's late eighties, mid mid eighties for you, uh yeah. breaking in, in the T V world. Uh I just wanted to kind of get your two separate experiences with that. And then you go off, you work with, you know, Spielberg and you work with Christopher Lee. Oh, so you did T V before that? You did the T V film. I did. Oh. Uh, well, the first thing I did was uh, comedy in the West End with Rowan Atkinson. Wow, Rowan Atkinson, no, Mr. Bean. Wow, yeah, that was, my, that was my first gig. Really? So you were I, st- other than doing like a commercial, uh-huh. I did a commercial when I got a pair of DMs and a Rubik snake out of it, <laughs> and then I got a, a job uh, working in uh, the West End doing a Rowan Atkinson uh, comedy. That's great. So you were? Yeah. A kid, I, I was. We were both kids on stage. Yeah, interesting. That, that's that's interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, you probably don't have another, you obviously don't have a different context, but starting the career that young, especially you, but, uh, you know, what do you think that did to you as an actor? What did it, it, is is it like baked into who you are even more because you got started so early or, you know, what what do you think? I think it makes you, I mean, I think it makes like Chris Walken was a stage kid. I think it makes you, I was was, a circus kid, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was like. Song and dance kid. Oh, okay. And he had a stage right. mom, him and his brother. Yeah. And I think it makes you a little bit like, I mean, we've talked about it uh, a little bit, and it makes you a little like, feel like an alien a little bit. I don't know about you, but I, I feel a little, I think it used, because you see stuff at an early age, you know, like Bob Fosse, who, you know, and, and I think you, you, you sort of get, you have to grow up a little quicker. I don't know what your experience is, but that's kind of my, I feel a little, I would feel a little bit odd when I went back to school to a normal mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. with kids because I'd seen adult stuff. You know, I'd seen, yeah. been at the circus, you know, yeah. and it's 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 interesting. Yeah. But I didn't do films. He did films. Yeah. But My yeah. mom was in the circus. My mom was a circus performer. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And I would go watch her and do all that. And she'd be a clown and uh, uh, wow. riding elephants and stuff like that. And so... I'd wow. see that, uh, but then I had a family member fall very ill, and right at that moment, my sister was actually the one who was into acting and interested in it and theatre and whatnot. Yeah. But we only had one car, so I would always have to drag along with her, and I was always like, oh, God, I've got to go and on for whatever she's doing. I'll be sitting around, you know, whatever amateur thing backstage, and they said to me, oh, how about you try? You're right for this role. So I started doing it. And it suddenly got offered money. My family needed that money because yeah, family yeah. member was ill. And we were, we were having, having a lot of hardship. We were having to move around, staying in different people's houses wow. and stuff. And so it became that. That was the intro for me was, oh, bloody hell, it's as the breadwinner. Yeah. Because uh, that's, know, a no that's a lot. That's a lot And that was a burden. So I hated it. <clears throat> I did it, but I hated it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was just talking about this actually about, and then and then realizing, but look, this might give me opportunities I've never dreamed of. Yeah, and travel and etc. and all that. 
and uh, and also going, I'm kind of stuck. I can't not do this because how can I say to my family, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to earn that money that we need. And so I started looking around, and it was Gary Oldman. I, I would I, I would see Gary's films and go, he is fantastic. He is really good. If I'm stuck doing this, I want to be as good as he is. Mm-hmm. And that was sort and of an early he, age. He was very much it. my inspiration as a teenager. I was yeah, going, yeah. Like, I hate doing this. I want to give it up. But if I'm if I'm going to do this, I'd like to do yeah. something like he does. And, <laughs> and I just told him that a couple of weeks ago. That's great. Um, yeah, and That's the, great. and then and then. Uh, so when did the know, actual passion for it kick in? It sort of gradually came in, but I think it's a. I don't think it's an unhealthy level of love and hate. Mm-hmm. That I've always yeah. had. Yeah, we talked about that last year. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think it, I don't think that's. Uh, an unhealthy thing. Yeah. How about you, Sam? Let's yeah, no, that's question. interesting. I mean, that's a fascinating about your mom. So we started the about the same that. age, didn't we? Yeah, I think we... I was 10. I was yeah, 10. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when I got my DMs in the Ruby Snake. <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing about your mom in the circus. That's incredible. I mean, yeah, my mom was uh, improvisational uh, theater actress, and, and, and she knew a bunch of crazy kind of downtown... And I got thrown in the play because she didn't have a babysitter. She didn't have money for a babysitter. So I go to the rehearsals. She was singing telegrams. And then I just ended up, somebody said, why don't you throw the kid in the play? Oh, that's crazy. You do improv. Yeah. And Uh, so that was like an improv-based show. And that's how I got into it. But, but yeah, I I do relate to that that kind of, there's a a thing about when you're a kid, you know, you don't want to, you want to be playing and, you know, going to sleep at a normal hour. And so I think there is a little resentment when you're a kid and you grow up in it and you're doing stuff that, you know, you should be going to bed early and you're up staying up late with the adults and it's not normal. And I think there is a little bit of that hate love thing. I, I, I kind of relate to that. And then. Well, I think it's also that it is a very natural thing for kids to role play, right? And act. Yeah. But they stop it when they feel like stopping it. They don't, they don't do get it for told. Money. Uh, no, 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 no. You've got to keep going. And you're like, but I don't want to do it anymore. No, well, you do have to. So that's yeah. the big difference. Yeah, 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 no, I yeah, think yeah, it's a very yeah. natural yeah. instinct and very healthy thing to act yeah. and perform and role play and all that, but not on someone else's schedule. Most kids yeah. have to go, yeah, I'm done now. Let's go ride my bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're not yeah, told, yeah, yeah. no, you're on the clock until this time. And you go, ooh, all right. Well, that's what I love about, what does Clint Eastwood always say, whenever you're ready. He doesn't say action. He says, whenever you're ready. Yeah, whenever you're ready. Yeah. I kind of, because that's kind of, isn't that it right there? It's like, it's like. Take away those strictures. Yeah. Bit, you yeah. want to do it for yourself. You want to do it for, because right. you want to be like Gary Oldman. You want to, you know, um, you don't want to do it because you have, somebody's making you do or it. Or because yeah. someone's snapping their fingers, essentially. Like, you yeah, always do your best work when you're doing it for yourself. Too. Yeah, yeah. You never, you never, if you do it for yourself, you're going to do good work. If you do it for somebody else, you're not going to. And then how about for you? Like, when did the passion for it actually kick in for you? I think I was, I was similar where I was sort of fucking off and I was, I was, um, I was getting stoned in high school and chasing girls. And then I kind of, I didn't take it seriously because it was also in the blood. Mm-hmm. So I took it for granted. And then I went to New York when I was 18 and I started getting jobs, but I really didn't know what I was doing. And then I went and trained at this guy with this guy, William Esper. And then I, I was sort of obsessed with Robert De Niro and all that kind of stuff. And then Gary and Malkovich and John Turturro were on the scene, you know, and they were like, you know, remember John Turturro and Miller's Crossing? It was like right. that scene yeah. and Malkovich and, you know, everything, you know. Um, but Gary Oldman was one of those guys. And, and so 
And then I just was rewatching all of the Robert De Niro movies and, you know, John Boyd and Dustin Hoffman, you know, and then, uh, and then I realized, Oh, this is a, this isn't a lark. This is a calling. This is a, this, you know, dare I say, not to be pretentious, but it can be a noble uh, profession. It, it is a craft and, and it's something to work at. And so I think then I was, when I was like 24 or something, I was like, Oh, okay. I should be more, serious about this mm-hmm. you know and not just take it for granted yeah funny you mentioning uh gary oldman because I, I had a note here i had gary on the show last year we're talking about yet another immersion that he had last year into a role with the makeup and everything and then you both are, yeah. are working in some serious makeup with this movie so yeah him just, more just, than me just yeah. curious about you you know just crafting the visage and everything is, is a huge part of this movie so just Talk to me about that, like w- especially with you, Christian, working under a lot of makeup. And I talked with Gary all about that. Because, yeah, yeah, because um, you know, I, I uh, we, we we had very different approaches uh, uh, to it um, <laughs> because I had said, well, I, you know, I don't know uh, how to do this except for I've got to gain the weight, you know, myself. Um, and um, I was I was in the middle of doing that. I was uh, probably you know. I was, you know, a, 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 a large toddler, um, bigger <laughs> than I'd begun uh, already, you know. <laughs> and um, and then I, I, I see that Gary's done that. So I called up Gary and I said, well, how much weight did you gain? And he said, I didn't gain any weight. And I went, no, 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 Gary, how much weight did you gain, you know, for the role doing that? And he was like, Winston no, I just, I just, just yeah. told you for the Winston <laughs> Churchill. and. Uh, he said, "No, no, I just told you I didn't gain anything." Oh, I went, "What? What? 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 <laughs> what are you talking about?" He said, "I didn't gain a pound." I was like, yeah, how is that even possible?" He said, no, "No, nothing at all." So I was already well down the track of sort of you know putting on a lot of weight myself, but you know the the, the understanding that now things have come. <laughs> I felt like such an Would idiot. Would you rethink that, that retrospect? Oh, absolutely, I'd rethink that in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand that it had come such a long way, you know, at that point, <laughs> and, that it, and that it would be possible. I always thought when people said, like, oh, we'll just stick on a fat side, I was like, oh, you naive young creature. <laughs> uh, it's, no, it doesn't work like that. Um, but uh, uh, so, yes, I would completely rethink the way I would uh, do it now. But I was already well down track, and like, I was like, but Gary, I've already put on this much weight, and <laughs> But you've gone. I've grown my neck like four inches. You know, I mean, but you're you're <laughs> you're, you're, you're like you're like a crazy person, like Robert De Niro, like the machinist. I mean, I mean, yeah. you're like a crazy like you're like you know, it's nuts. Like you are you, you go done with those though? though? I mean, is it like are I mean, you in a good, tired of in an I, I, admirable way? I, I mean, I, I, admirable nuts. I say I say that with uh, <laughs> admiration and respect. I I couldn't do. I I don't know if I could do that. It's it's. Admiral nuts to you, sir. And nuts. Um, <laughs> um, I, I always, I keep saying never again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're just going to pause here for a moment and have a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, we'll be right back here with Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell. This episode of Playback is brought to you by Warner Brothers' A Star is Born. As we talk about important films of this past year, this one is top of mind, emotionally resonating with critics and audiences. And the film's director, Bradley Cooper, is being recognized for his brilliant work as a filmmaker and actor, along with his cast, Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott, for their stunning performances. Variety's film critic Owen Gleiberman has called the film a total emotional knockout. And Los Angeles Times' critic Justin Chang said, From the first frame, it casts a spell, the kind that lets you know immediately that you're in good hands. 
A Star is Born, for your consideration in all categories. All right, everyone, we're back here with Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell, the stars of uh, Adam McKay's Vice. Uh, you did a good job of putting on the weight, sir. You did a, you. did a good job of losing it, too. I was going to ask you how you lost it, if you don't mind sharing. You just stop eating? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Go, just go to bed hungry and be miserable. Yeah. We, when we spoke last year, you... Tons of water. Lots of water, lots of coffee. Yeah. We, you had, yeah. The, the day before, you had wrapped the movie. you got kids, just eat their leftovers. You had just uh, wrapped the day before, actually, and oh. you were just happy to kind of relinquish Cheney for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to talk about that. It's a character that, first of all, I just want to say I loved the film. It's Wonderful. it's Thank phenomenal, you. and I, I actually, it, I had such a weird experience watching it. I, I felt incredibly empty after I finished watching it. I just felt like I stared Why into the think- void. Because I just watched a portrait of a soulless individual, in my opinion. That's what I just finished watching. And I was staggered at, at, at the person I had just seen. And so uh, I know that's not your approach, though, because you, when we spoke last year, you, you, you said you told Adam that you were going to really come at it, trying to understand the guy's point of view. Yeah, yeah. And just, me, yeah. Just all, so, uh, so obviously a different perspective. And have you seen the film yet? Oh, Since, numerous times. Okay, because Sam hadn't seen it yet. And it, it's interesting because it seems like so much footage might have been shot that didn't make it into the movie. So I'm very curious, once you see it, what you think, you know. Yeah, But uh, me too. Talk about that, like like the balance of – You are in it. Yeah, yeah, you, you did God. make the cut. You did make the cut. The balance of, you know, any feelings you might have about the man versus pushing that away to play the man. And then the same for you. No, you, you absolutely have to do that. Um, uh, it, I, there, there's no interest to me in uh, uh, making a film where it's my opinions in there. My opinions are, I want to remove completely. You know, Adam is the storyteller, and we agreed early on, let me counter his um, uh, 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 points of view. Uh, let me advocate for Cheney. Let me try to convince him mm-hmm. um, because I do believe Cheney, he's a very strong mind, minded individual. Um, you know, the nature of what does it mean to be a patriot? You know, I mean, that, that's a, that's a, a real amorphous word, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like obsession, right? It yeah. can be a healthy thing. It can be incredibly unhealthy as well, but he certainly believes that what he did is right and correct and patriotic and good for the American people. Whereas you will get other people who will say he's absolutely un patriotic and and say he's a war criminal you know so uh, that, that disparity there but for me to truly try to understand where he was coming from um to uh, try to see the motivations and hopefully the good motivations in it to look at his personal life as well his devotion to lynn to his family his embracing of mary when she came out immediately even though it was anathema to the rest of the a party at that time. Um, uh, 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 the, 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 there is, of course, you know, the enormous thing here, though, of um, the, the Iraq War, enhanced interrogation, um, warrantless wiretapping, etc. Um, but how somebody can come to believe that these are American values um, and believe in American exceptionalism um, in a way that is so vastly different from the way that other people view mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. American exceptionalism, but certainly not wanting to put my own politics into it. You know, the yep. difference between Adam and Sam, myself, Amy, Steve, is you're looking at Sam and me and Amy and Steve on the screen. And so we can be a terrible distraction to the film if you know too much about our own ideas yep. about it. We want... We want you to just look and see the characters, you know? So for me, it's Adam's place to be as political as he wants. Mm-hmm. But for me to try and stay 
you know, mm. somewhat neutral as far as the viewer is concerned. Of course, I've got my own opinions, very strong ones, but that's not what I do. You know, I yeah. portray other people, uh, 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 not me. Um, but it was a fascinating um, exploration. You know, he, yeah. he's a fascinating individual, very complex, um, very, um, um, very strong-minded and hardline, but uh, um, lots of ambiguity at the same time. You know, having this incredible ambition and um, many would say arrogance, but also being quite self-sacrificing, giving up his own dreams of the presidency. You know, being a real zealot for the unitary executive, but which is for the president, is not for him directly. But seeing the opportunity, obviously, with uh, W of being able to um, have his perfect scenario of working in the shadows, but truly controlling mm -hmm. um, uh, everything. But he's a, he's a remarkably complex individual. I, I came away from the movie with a big question mark of why, though. I mean, I, <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to get into a political discussion, but just that's what I was left with was all of this hunger for power to what end and why. And it seems the answer to you is he's a Patriot. He thought he was being a Patriot. And I just, it's just not, it's not the vibe I got from what Adam made. You know, I, I just, I got a very, very mysterious portrait out of it that I just could not understand why the man wanted what he wanted and what he did. I do um, find though, that this to me transcends Cheney, that it does become a character um, study, um, an incredibly humorous one, <clears throat> an absurdist one at moments, which is Adam's yeah. real talent at being able to take something which is very profound in moments and absolutely tragic and diabolical, but also to be able to find the entertainment and the humor as well, which always have to go hand in hand. Um, but to me, it transcended just Cheney and was also a reflection about what it means to be a person, to be a family, to be a nation. I found it moving beyond belief. Mm. I was sort of almost embarrassed and surprised that I, I, I was crying with laughter and I was crying uh, from sadness. Uh, and, and I, and I kind of see it also as a, as a love story to America. I think that it's, 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 you know, America's always been a country of great contradictions with these beautiful ideals and beautiful dreams that do make it exceptional mm -hmm. and that the rest of the world look to and have been inspired by. You know, there are many other free countries now around the world, but many of which were inspired by America's mm -hmm. freedoms. Um, but then the dark underbelly that has always existed, you know, I mean, see slavery and you know considering some people to be three-fifths of a person etc and all that and then continues to this day of people who believe that in order to have those freedoms you are allowed to act in a way that is mm -hmm. absolutely opposing to what we uh, judge you know yeah. america's uh, standards to be um that's fascinating and uh, and i think that's fascinating not only to americans but to, to the entire world yeah. because america has uh, enormous influence and not just politically but emotionally to mm -hmm. everybody because it is a very unique country. Yeah. Now, how about you, Sam? Similar question. I mean, yeah. uh, just <laughs> divorcing any feelings you might have from playing the character. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, what, what Christian said about um, being juxtaposing Adam's job, I think is really uh, important to kind of, it's our job to find the humanity in the character. That's our responsibility. And it's also, it's George W. through uh, Cheney's point of view, too. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that that's, that's, what's, that's what's sort of my job is to kind of just make, make him as human as possible. Yeah. You know, in spite of the very famous way that he talked, you know which is a little daunting, but, um, 
But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just working uh, with when you, whenever you're you're working with somebody like like Christian or Francis McDormand or Gary Oldman or Joaquin Phoenix. Or right now, I'm working with Michelle Williams. You you go you go in loaded for bear. You go in knowing you're you're gonna fight Frazier or you're gonna you're going into like. You're like, you better be on your A game, you know, mm. because I know he's going to be on his A game. So, and that, and then it's a very famous guy. So it's mm. a, it's, it's a, you're, you're, you're tingling with, <laughs> yeah, you know, creativity because you're scared and you're like, you want it to be, you know, really good. Yeah. And, and I think that's what was so fun about us on set working together, you know? Yeah. And he really did get thrown into the deep end, but also that because the very the 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 scene that you see in the trailer where mm-hmm. we're discussing, mm-hmm. am I really gonna? Am I on or not? You know, mm-hmm. is, is Cheney on or not? As the, as the VP, that was yeah. Sam's very first scene, right? <laughs> yeah. And but it was also the first time that I'd actually sat down and spoken as Cheney. Every other That's scene right. before That's that right. had just been me sort of That's walking right. from one room to the other, getting the gate right, doing all that. It was for me also the first time I'd sat down yeah. and we had, I don't know how long the original take of that was, but it was long. I it mean, it long, really gets yeah. cut down, but and it we was were minute living, after minute. And we're doing a lot of improv and stuff yeah. and it was fantastic and it was hilarious, but it was I, also, I we were that. discovering it uh, at the same time. Yeah. And it helped me a great deal. Mm-hmm. Because Sam would talk just jumping before. in, and I had yeah. to jump in. There's no other way to do it with these uh, yeah. characters. He was he was staying in it, and so I tried to stay in it. But we'd talk about normal things like yeah. like Steve's on, right, and other things. <laughs> and uh, it was fun. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And I, I'm actually me and Michelle are doing a little bit of that right now. But in and out, you know. But yeah. but it's it's a fun way to work, you know. And also, when you're like a supporting player and you have done leads, you have an incredible amount of compassion for the lead actor because even though this felt like bigger than a supporting role it because of I think because of the daunting task of who this guy is but but it you 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 know that he's getting up at two in the morning and you have and you just you know if you've done lead roles and you're doing a supporting you you have a you have an understanding Mm -hmm. and and a respect for what kind of hours this person's keeping you know mm-hmm. and you want to be there for them and and that kind of thing yeah know? thank you sir yeah it's probably yeah. nice to show up first day and just have a plate of fried chicken you're going to be digging into the whole time yeah man <laughs> chicken wings yeah yeah uh and you never met bush no, right? no i know you no, never no, met cheney but no, no cigar no so you did try though i did try yeah yeah, yeah. What, did, what did you hope to glean from him if you did i want you know what i would have done really the main thing was have him take my lines in a tape recorder <clears throat> and do some alts. That's what I would have done. I did that with Chuck Barris. I would have done that with him, but if he was willing. I mm-hmm. bet he would have loved it. I, yeah, I think ima- he would have too, imagined you know? him doing that. Yeah. I think he would have too, but I, I never got, I would have had him record my lines and say, and I would say, what do you think? Would, what would you say if you don't like this line? What would you say instead? And then I would bring that to Adam and go, this is what, you know. Mm-hmm. And the way Bush is used in the movie is kind of, I mean, he's kind of used his color in a way. Obviously, he's playing. Adam's playing up the comedic elements of the character in terms of how we're going to view him as an audience. And I just wondered if that, with everything you've said about trying to be true to the, to the, you know, the reality and the emotion of the character taken, I'm just curious if the way Bush was being used in the project at all made you wanted to play a caricature in any way. 
No, I mean, never, never, no. okay. never. I mean, <clears throat> uh, you got to, it's got to be real. You got, yeah. you can't, the, the, the impression has to take backseat to the acting, mm-hmm. to the, you know, to the reality always, I think. I, I mean, I was saying this earlier, but if, you know, you know, we don't, I don't think we're, we, we want to see Daniel Day-Lewis do an impression of Abe Lincoln or what he imagines Abe Lincoln to be. I, I think we're seeing some of Daniel Day-Lewis's attributes that he imagines Lincoln would have, mm-hmm. the sensitivity, the intelligence, et cetera. And we don't, you're not going to give a shit if you don't see that actor's heart and soul coming through and, and just an impression. I mean, yeah. Well, also with both characters, we've seen people do fantastic yeah. impressions, yeah. you know, much of it um, uh, during Adam's uh, uh, days, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So uh, that's, it's great and it's brilliant and, and it's good, but you can't do, that's not a two hour film. You yeah. know? You've got to get the essence of the character, not yeah. an impersonation. Uh, did you reach out to anyone in their circles? Did you? Did it seem appropriate to do so? Uh, yeah. Well, I thought I, I very much. I, I did all. Uh, I did a lot of research, thinking oh, I'm going to reach out because I've always met with every real person I've ever played. Yeah. Um. Uh. But they weren't public figures. Yeah. And that's what the big difference ultimately came down to was that I did all this research and I thought, you know, he'll either just tell me, you know, what he told Patrick Lee on the Senate floor and it'll be, well, that'll be entertaining uh, just to be told that, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but if he did give me the time of day, I better know everything mm-hmm. because I thought he'll grill me. So I really did my research and then I called and I said, I'm ready, I want want to reach out and I got told within like five minutes no you cannot do that if you bumped <laughs> into him accidentally and chatted with him that's different but you reaching out directly that leaves the movie legally vulnerable so I don't even begin to understand all of that oh, wow, particularly yeah. that's right well, I, I do really I just that. don't want to get into it <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and right. uh, so that that uh, that didn't happen you yeah know, but uh, but um, yeah but uh, you know um, like I, I've, I saw this before I see if it come up quick enough but I have you know, on, on, on your phone. Oh, man, it's all in your... Oh, yeah, look at this. You know... People and places. Look who's on my people and places. There's there's me, there's my daughter, and nice. there's Dick. Because I've just got... <laughs> so I've got all these wonderful things where you can bring up... Um, you know they do... Uh, uh, the uh, iPhone does the memories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, tons of them of Dick Cheney with like uplifting music behind it and then little segments and he goes, well, the weapons of mass destruction around and the music goes on. And some of it is intermingled with my family. Oh my God. Little moments and all that. Because the iPhone has gone, clearly this person is vital. I think he must think that he's, he's the granddad or something. Uh, Clearly he's part of the family. So all of our family memories all have suddenly Dick Cheney. Uh, coming into the middle of it because I've got so many videos on here that I taking your work on, man. I watch and rewatch and rewatch and photographs and all that that my own phone misunderstands and thinks that obviously uh, this man and that's going to happen for forever. Like, well, well, until I decide decide to uh, delete, and I haven't quite gotten there yet. Yeah, yeah. keep them on a hard drive. I can't can't give you that obsessive though. I think to play that, yeah, you have to be, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's taking your work home. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about Adam's just shooting style, uh, because as I've been saying, it seems like you know, there's stuff in the trailer that's not in the movie. So it just seems like he's the kind of guy that shoots a lot of stuff yeah. uh, and finds a lot of things in the editing, maybe. But uh, you know, you've obviously worked with him at length before. What did you think about working with Adam uh, on this one, Sam? I had a great time. I'd heard about Adam's improvisational kind of alt stuff, and mm-hmm. I, so I prepared some some stuff, you know. 
just in case. <laughs> and I, I think I bombarded you the first day with some of those. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was really fun. I had a good time. I liked the looseness of it. I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, how was it different this time, I guess, or, or did it feel different? Um, just uh, more involving, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it's 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 Adam's got such an easygoing way about him, uh, such a good nature that even with all of the hours that you were mentioning and everything, you know, there's very often on films it's an intense environment, and you know, sometimes you get tension yeah. on up and all that, and sometimes you sort of feel like, well, that maybe that's needed. Mm-hmm. Because it happens so often on films, but yeah, because people care about what they're doing. But on Adam's sets, it really never happens at all um, yeah. thus far, and uh, and you still get this wonderful uh, end result, um, and and that really does come uh, 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 from the director. But in terms of like the improv, this was a whole different kettle of fish because you got to know what the hell you're talking about yeah it's not just a matter of oh what are the sayings that the guy would have from the region he's from what's his history there um but i mentioned with training it's about understanding what his thoughts were on policy and what the policy was called and where it came from and what number it had so i the my head was about to explode every day not because of what was on the page but because of what I had ready in my head in case anybody else decided to go off page that I would be able to just yeah, yeah, know yeah. the facts were, and go with ready. it. So that you was that was many hours of just staying up and reading and rereading and listening again. Was and the again big and again short again. like that though too? Because you did you had Well a mine less so because I was totally isolated. Okay. You know, because that, the nature of Michael Burry was that he was in an office all by himself. So yeah. I shot that whole thing in nine days. That was yeah, all yeah. that so and it was very much him by himself, but and I had I had the, I had the uh, luxury and the real pleasure of going and sitting with Michael for a whole day and talking with him, and so I had all of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't get to go. Meet Would you have him tape your lines, or have you ever done that thing kind of thing? Um, you, just, you just ask him questions. I've done that with people from areas with the correct dialect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I did yeah. do it with uh, Dick Eklund for the fire. Yeah, I had yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, read and uh, say my lines, you know, because yeah. you never know, do you? You know, yeah, you, you never know. You, you might get a dialect, but then yeah. you've got the personal idiosyncrasies where, oh, well, Dickie says it actually like this. It's nothing like everyone else yeah. in the area yeah. says it. So, yeah, that was really helpful. And it also just helps break the ice. It's nice to just, yeah, you want to yeah. spend quantity time with people. And, 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 and it's a nice way of just hanging out together without having That's to right. think about, oh, what do we talk about now? It just, you know. Yeah. And then questions hours follow. And, and, yeah, exactly. Sometimes alcohol is useful. Right. Yeah. 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 Time's getting away from me. I'm going to oh, okay. cut you guys loose. Okay. But I, before I let you go, I, there was one person that you – I kind of wrote out a list of yeah. people that you've both worked with, you know, Ridley Scott, McGee, Francis McDormand. But one person I really wanted to hear about from both of you, Sam Shepard. You worked oh, with yeah. him on Jesse James, Sam. Yeah. You worked with him on Out of the Furnace, yeah. Christian. So oh, uh, just such great memories. I'd, I'd love to hear anything. Great. The first time that we uh, hmm. uh, met, we just they, they they done one of those weird things. You know, sometimes where they 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 um, I almost never sit in uh, a chair on a film set, right? But we were filming out in a forest, and they put Sam and my chair like about two hundred yards away from everybody else. So Sam and I found ourselves sitting there with nobody else around. Yeah, yeah. And just had the, the best discussion. He was mm. just such a great conversation. He was so smart. He was so smart. Funny and yeah. and and uh 
I really, what I regret is that he, he is that we didn't get together after because he'd invited me down to that joint in Santa Fe, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, after you know, sadly he passed. I did find myself driving past it, and I stopped and thought, oh, man, mm. I, I can't. You know, you just think people yeah. are going to be around, yeah, and you're going to have he more time. And particularly I would immortal. get to go yeah. sit with him when we're not acting. You know, together, and he would laugh at me because we had such different styles mm-hmm. of approach. You know, and he'd yeah. laugh at me, go, "Look at you, dude!" You know? <laughs> 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 he'd go, "I'd never try that. I'd never, I'd never bother that much." Oh man! But he was just brilliant. He was, yeah. he was somebody special. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and and even yeah. though you know, uh, I didn't know him for life or for for many years, just a few months that we spent together, I really miss him because <clears throat> I expected to know him for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sam? Yeah, I, I felt that, well, we all were on Jesse James that we were sort of going out one night. It was Garrett Delahunt, Jeremy Renner, and a bunch of us were going to go go a night on the town. And we were, we were like, well, let's call Sam, you know? And everybody was like, well, you know, he's kind of, maybe he doesn't want to hang out. And I was like, no, we should call him, you know? I think Paul Snyder said, let's call him. And he came out with us. We had a great night, you know? And I think I asked him about Fool for Love, which I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just so cool on Fool for Love. You know, I had to learn the lasso really quick, and I was terrible at it. And uh, he was funny about it. He was like, well, maybe you're a bull rider or something, you know. <laughs> and, and then he said, um, we, we said, do you, want us, do you want any rewrites on Fool for Love? And he hit the most minimal stuff. Like, he said, why don't you say, um, uh, just throw in goats, you know, just like little little things like that. <laughs> He was just a cool guy. He just he he could tell you about. What do you mean throwing the word goats? There was like a there was goats there was like there. a di- some dialogue like come stay with me on my 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 ranch with uh, oh, this this okay. and this and he just yeah. would said you know like most playwrights would like change an entire mm-hmm. scene or something uh-huh. and he just he didn't he just like tweak it a little bit and he but he he just knew about all kinds of he just knew he he would tell you about. How, how they make cigars and hit all this weird kind of factual stuff. He was just a He, he cool taught guy. me how to skin a deer. He did. He taught me how yeah. to do that, and he introduced me to Pappy Van Winkles. Oh, that's a good <laughs> introduction. Well. Wow. Yeah, that's a good introduction. Well, thanks for that. Uh, and go see the movie, everyone. Vice, it opens Christmas Day. Uh, holiday fun for the family. You should go check it out. Uh, it's, I think it's one of the best movies of the year, and you're both fantastic in it. So thank you again to both of you for coming back on the show. Dick thanks Cheney, Santa Claus. <laughs> there you go. Right? There you go. Dick Cheney, Santa Claus. Christmas. <laughs> Indeed. Right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Once again, this episode of Playback has been brought to you by Warner Brothers A Star Is Born. As we talk about important films of this past year, this one is top of mind, emotionally resonating with critics and audiences. And the film's director, Bradley Cooper, is being recognized for his brilliant work as a filmmaker and actor, along with his cast, Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott, for their stunning performances. Variety's film critic Owen Gleiberman has called the film a total emotional knockout. And Los Angeles Times critic Justin Chang said, From the first frame, it casts a spell, the kind that lets you know immediately that you're in good hands. A Star is Born, for your consideration in all categories.